We are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show. We answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about how there are uncovered deals in your existing mailer right now. Yep. It happens. Every once in a while, Jill and I talk to somebody or it gets back to us and somebody says some version of this. Yeah, I sent the mailer out and it just didn't work. Right. I've got, I've got, I actually got an email that got to me. There, there's an individual, let's just say the name, the name rhymes with clue, (laughs) (laughs) who, um, has got very close to, um, our transaction coordinator because he's submitted several deals and they were all the ones he submitted that were not, I know who you're talking about. They were not accepted. They're all valid reasons, right? I wrote back, Hey, this location stinks. You know, there's no access, you know, it, there's it's just, there's just, there's really good positive things, but then there's some that are good. So we have one right now that Is we this funded. The show? I guess I should hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should hold it. Yeah, hold it, chill. Okay. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And I hope by now you know that Jill and I personally instruct a handful of new and existing Land Academy members in a class called Career Path. If buying and selling land is your career or you want it to be, let us know. Please email support at landacademy.com. See if this uh, level of involvement is for you. It's called Career Path. Yeah. Did, career it, path. did it say it? I don't yep. know if you didn't. Okay, good. Sorry. Victor wrote To those who have done minor improvements on a property, like underbrush clearing or minor tree trimming, did you ever see any difference in the amount of time it took to sell? I don't. This is a very intelligent question. Uh, and it's. Probably rooted in experience. In fact, I know in your case, Victor, it is because 20 people responded to this in Discord. Uh, and ultimately, I responded to and so did Kevin. And the answer is no. Right. I know you have this deal. I know it's a great deal. And you go all the way down and there's a river back there and it's beautiful and all that. And I know it's your first deal. Congratulations, by the way. I'm sure you're going to do great. Um, but But in this case, I know a real estate agent came to you and said, look, this property's great. Uh, but you can't get back to the river. And if you can clear some of this stuff, um, I might be able to sell it faster for more money. And so this taps into a bigger thing for me uh, as a business owner and as somebody, as a real estate deal maker. And that's the real reason I included this question in this uh, episode. Throughout your entire career, people will come to you and say, and have this this notion. I'm going through it right now with an employee and they're not gonna be with us for much longer. If you just do this one more thing for me, please do this one more thing, then I can get my stuff done. Mm. So in this case, a real estate agent saying, yes, but if if you can just do this one more thing, can you just clear this and and trust me, it will not end there. That's Mm -hmm. a personality uh, issue. And I'm sure that many of you listening have had personal relationships like that, where the person, the person you're in a relationship comes to you every once in a while and says, yeah, you know, I like this thing about you over here, but you really need to work on this thing over here for me because it's just not working for me. 
So if you could just work on this one more thing, then it's going to be okay. So be very, very leery of that professionally and socially. Counseling by Jack. <laughs> I didn't know we're going to there. So no, can I add to this? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. It, no, it very rarely pays off. You go, I did all that. You know, and sometimes you get it scheduled. Like you might go down the path and get it scheduled and someone's going to buy it. And you're like, oh, I didn't even need to do that. So it's it's more if just if you buy it right and it's a good property, the right person's going to see that. And you know what? And they're not going to appreciate it. You really get your money out of it and the energy out of it that went through to do whatever it was. So I'm here to tell you, like we have bought and sold all kinds of crazy properties, including like mobile homes with holes in them. And you know what? Because the right person is going to come along and they're going to, you you might fix it up and they're going to rip it off anyway. You're like, great. Mm -hmm. They just replaced the mobile home that I repaired. That's it. You don't, you can't truly guess what they want, especially in the land environment. Like, so like, I'm a huge fan of, I, I don't see it so much nowadays, but I remember back in the day with houses, you would also, you always hear about of a um, carpet allowance, a flooring allowance, huge fan of that. Because how many times people come in, I'll tell you right now, our personal primary residence, they spent huge amount of money re, you know, touching up spots of this very expensive Italian plaster finish for me to come in and paint all over the whole thing was it was a waste of time and a waste of energy and a waste of money so i i, I wouldn't do it the i and so truth time i only do what's required if there's something that is required by the county for purpose some purposes for example i've had to do these um uh to maintain this this green belt kind of designation i had to get kind of a uh, forestry expert to go out and rewrite a report big you know and that's required every time it changes hands or your taxes go up times four that i understand i don't want to pay times four taxes because i'm going to own the property right now but it's very 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 rare that you have to do something like that in this case and in many many cases this day and age you can solve this problem or these problems by uh, doing it electronically so if you've got a great graphic or a you know, a picture yeah. or a drone shot oh, yeah. uh, of a Like of the staging lot, a property. Of the lot. You yeah. can say, this is the path, that, this is the footpath down to the, uh, to the, the amazing river. And, uh, you know, you don't have to clear don't, it if you want. Don't, don't, spend, don't clear it if you want. Don't spend any real money on, on site. Yeah. Spend money on marketing. Spend, right. you know, spend money on a, on a great video that says, here's the river, point mm -hmm. it all out. So that while you're looking at it on the internet, you can see, oh my gosh, this is, this is a mm -hmm. footpath. And then, you know, pull a gel, make it real positive. Like mm -hmm. there's a footpath, uh, here it is, down to the to the, uh, the river. If you wanted to, mm -hmm. you could uh, clear a path to put a vehicle down there, but we don't want to spoil that. Right. We want you to do that. We want you to, as an as a new owner. I'm going to pick it, it may not be that. what you want. Yeah. Like or hold on a second, Joe. Make it a positive thing. It's, it's untouched forestry that leads down to a liver, uh, to the river where you can create your own camping site. And by the way, it's priced so this far under retail so that it's an untouched camp, uh, canvas. That's what I capitalize on, what you just said. When, and every one in a hundred deals, someone says, well, are you gonna um, stake it out for me? I go, <laughs> hold on a moment. Like Here's survey stakes? Right, I could, Sure. I could go to the county. I could get their guy. I could plan it out. I could pay and da, 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 have it all done and walked and staked for you. But let me tell you, 
the amount it costs me to do it is not going to be what I charge you for my time and my energy and the expense and the work just getting it all set up. So, or you could take that savings right now because of the way this is priced and, you know, decide if you want to do that later on. You've got the all of the GPS coordinates, you know where it is. So you can decide if you want to do that. And then Mealy, when I say like, sure, I'm going to do it, but what I'm going to charge you is not going to be what, char- what, what it costs. They're going to be like, nope, never mind. I'll handle it, Jill. Thank you very much. So that's kind of what I thought. <laughs> these people will, uh, these people meaning real estate agents and a lot often um, title agents, they have, they all need to be managed. If you let them, they'll, they will ask you, they will, they'll, if you let them, they will rule your life. Yeah. They have to be managed. Yeah. Today's topic, there are uncovered deals in your existing mailer. This is the meat of the show. Right. So I was talking about a member that this actually got back to me because he's like worried about not, he's worried about his mailer not having the bang for his buck. So I've got a list here of every mailer he sent out, every county he went to, there's 10 here, and how much he, he mailed. So I got a couple things that are gonna jump out right away. So they're started off good. And then now look at our mailers later wow. on. Well, please read that. Okay. Without the county names. Nope, we started off sending 1,272. To county X. Not bad. Next mailer was 1919. We've done multiple deals with this guy, by the way. Right, I've got one right now in uh, that, we are, that we just funded. We've got uh, one for 1920, that's the one in that particular county, purchased for 37, it's listed for 90 with a great um, agent, like it's, I think it's Whitetail. We got another one here for 2766, and then another one for 3066, so this these is not are, bad. Joe, can you explain what these numbers are? Okay. Here's- I'm sorry, give me a second, thank you. Okay, so what I'm telling you is, these, these are this individual sent out this number of units of mail, direct mail offers. to, right, with offers, to sellers. This is the number of envelopes and offers that got in the mail. Excellent. Thank you. So anywhere from 3,066 units of mail offers to sellers in one county, all the way down to, in another county, 263 offers in the mail. That's too low. That's not going to work. You need to send more mail. And what my my point, what I'm trying to draw out here is, and when I get back to this person, I'm gonna let them know, they're not sending enough mail. Do you understand? They're not, they're not, you need, they started off great. I say your minimum, your minimum used to always be 1500 to get yeah, a deal. Yeah, and that's, it, that I need to, we need to be, I wanna send this very message very clearly. Yeah. Like Jill and I are about to do a 50,000 unit mailer. <clears throat> Why? Because I don't want it to fail. Yeah. And if I send out 10,000 units, there's a small, it's not going to fail. These yeah. mailers don't fail. But if you this send out 1,000 or 300. If you send out 300 mailers, you're not going to get any yeah, mail response. You stand a chance to fail. And so why not just send out 50,000 and then do go do five deals? And maybe you just end up doing one deal where you make 50 or $80,000. And, uh, you know, the, the mailer costs 20. Mm-hmm. So, so my whole point is, it's just, it was timely that this email got to me. So it got through my transaction coordinator to me because they'd be kind of become friends because of deal submittals and things like that. And good guy. And we're doing a deal with them right now. So, um, 
my coordinator said, look, this guy's kind of worried that his mail's kind of not hitting and he's not getting results. So I have two things to say. Number one is I, I see the list and I'm really glad that he said this through. It's not enough. That right there is not enough. When you get, when you send out too few offers, number one, you're not going to get as much response. Well, that makes it bad right there. And then number two, the response you do get, you're going to find yourself trying to scramble and make a deal out of something sometimes mm-hmm. that isn't there. When you send out 300 and you get maybe 10 responses, I'm like, great, I got to make one of these 10 work. That's not the what you want. I want I want you to send out three, five, eight thousand units of mail at a time yeah. and have 20 and 40 things to sift through because then you're not going to make a mistake. Then you're going to look at these differently. So that's number one. It starts with mail, you know, so uncovered deals in your existing mailer. Maybe you're not sending enough. Number two, we just coached someone new on this just the other day personally. Um, you've got to answer the phone. You've got to dig in these initial phone calls. So much happens in this very first phone call that's going to make or break your mailer. If you, first of all, don't answer the phone, then now you're down 50% of chances. So think about that. You just cut that down because by the time you call them back, are they going to answer the phone? You know, who who knows? They threw away your letter. They don't want to talk to you anymore. Are they going to return your call? They called you right then for a reason. So that's number one. And then, and then, so that's number two, actually. Number three is you've got it. You've got minutes to forge a quick relationship with these sellers and see if there's a deal there. And you've got minutes to, to have a nice conversation, to befriend them, you know, to get on the same team. Even if they're calling you back and telling you you're nuts, I think this offer's stupid. How dare you? You, you, your job is to calm them down, answer the phone, calm them down, explain. I didn't mean to do that. This is not my goal in life to piss people off like this. This is not why I have a phone number. This is my business. And Hey, do you even want to sell? What is the number? And get it out of them. Just get that conversation going. So, so many people, and not we're not even to do diligence. We're not even to do that. So, so many people are not uncovering deals because they're missing them because these three initial things. If you've ever taken a sales class, just sales one hundred and one, mm-hmm. picture a funnel. What this is what they teach you in the sales. There's a funnel at the top and then it gets, uh, as it goes down, you know, like a funnel, like a, any type of funnel that you use in cooking or uh, putting motor oil in your car, the, the mouth is big and, it, and, it, and you weed, weed it down into a smaller, uh, you know, the nozzle. And so this mailer, this mailing concept that we do is a brilliant way to create leads at the top of that funnel that are very, very warm and very, very ready. They're they're hot leads, they're hot. And so that's the work of the mailer. The work of the mailer is to get that the brim of that uh, funnel full. Mm-hmm. And so, and they're not gonna fall down on their own. Mm-mm. A couple of them might, but your job is to take them now from as a salesperson from the top of that funnel and drop them down through. And that just, that doesn't happen with by luck. Mm-hmm. It happens by what Jill's talking about, establishing a relationship, making them feel comfortable, establishing trust, and then following through on what you say. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, 200 warm leads 
are not as are 200 sending out 200 mailers might generate maybe maybe two warm leads at the top of that funnel Okay. So now you now you've put the onus on you. Uh, you. You've given yourself probably what's an impossible task right. of converting two warm leads to the bottom of that funnel versus sending out fifty thousand. Now you've got what five hundred, two hundred, whatever the number ends up being right. at the top of that funnel. You've given yourself a very accomplishable task of converting the two or three or four or five of those uh, those warm leads into sales or mm-hmm. acquisitions in our case. So you know. That's just, that's how this is. Right. And I'll, I'll tell you, and I'll end on this on uh, this story. Jill may or may not remember this, but there was a time where there was a gap, pretty substantial gap um, during the last downturn where our phone, you know, we've been sending out mail for years. Our phone number was still on. And so we had, we didn't, we weren't answering it because we were on, you know, in the survival mode doing other stuff So because of the, there was just such a downturn. So anyway, Joe and I together turned it back around and we went back and looked at that, uh, that phone number, the inbound phone number that's been on our mailers for so many years. And there was caller after D there were probably, you know, a hundred, 200, maybe 300 caller IDs in there. So I sat down with Joe and she's like, you know what? I'm going to call Dolly's numbers. Just yeah. I'm going to dial these numbers. And she called several people and said, you know, I see that you called on February 5th or whatever it is. And uh, chances are you called because we sent you an offer to buy your property. And so I'd really be interested in taking a look at it. And Jill converted, I don't know how many sales out of that. I can't remember. And so that's what this episode is really about. You have to make, you have to create these deals for yourself. They're all warm. The, the The mailer does a fantastic job of creating that top funnel warm lead scenario, but it's up to you to close these deals. I will tell you on a personal note, I suck at this. Mm. I suck at that top rim warm lead scenario and converting them so that they drop through. She's great at it. Right. I want to add one little note though. Too much time can't pass because if too much time passes, they've moved on, but you got it. So you got to do it quickly. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week. You can find us here on the Land Academy show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy show is called how a double mailer works and why you are not alone in your real estate ambition. That'll be good. I'm excited. Hey, by the way, I have something to say in case you didn't know. I'm just leaking something now um, in the post show is Land Academy enrollment has been closed. And I'll tell you right now, by the end of this month, it will be open. (laughs) And hmm, there's a holiday coming up at the end of this month and there might be a special running then. So if you're thinking of joining Land Academy, Hang on there. Watch your email. Watch our social media. Towards the end of this month, it'll be reopened and there will be something awesome to offer you to join. We We are Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. We hope you find our content valuable and we appreciate your support. If you have not already, please check out our channel and hit the subscribe button. And your comments and suggestions help us uh, to create the content you're here for. Hitting the like button helps to support our channel's algorithm and gauge your interest for future shows. 